Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Beard Zone Football Podcast. My name is David. I am one of the hosts. You know these two guys with me, Glenn, Theo. How are we feeling today, fellas? Oh, feeling good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. It's been a good week. It's been a good last last week was good. Football was good. Hey, feeling great. And just ready to be back on the podcast. I know there was a little hiatus for the college episode and Quite honestly, there wasn't really much, but uh, glad to be back. Definitely glad to be back. There was a lot of stuff that happened this past weekend. There were some upsets that happened this past weekend. We all know that Theo is not happy to see the Patriots get the win over the Bills. We will definitely talk about that. And then there's some big games coming up this week. But, guys, I don't want to beat a dead horse here, but let's just jump right in and and just talk about the elephant in the room. I kind of want to start the podcast off with this because, you know, I like to get Glenn fired up early on. What is going on with the refs? Can we please figure it out? It is bad. It is bad. It is atrocious. So I don't know if anyone paid attention to the the Colts and Browns. The last full minute of gameplay – was so garbage on refereeing and, and even the like the professional I can't remember if it was like uh the the old dude uh for Fox or whatever but uh it was like yeah, route interference. Amari Cooper pushed the defender over. How is that interference? It's not. It's it's clearly not route interference or defense or defense whatever. And then the the throw to the end zone on the same corner, and they're trying to tell me it's catchable. It was 10 yards out of bounds. How is that catchable? Like, you can't even argue that. The guy, even if he caught the ball, there's no way he can physically be in bounds. So that's not pass interference. And they were being physical to begin with. So you can't tell me. It, it, it was like you might as well just smell what the rock is cooking because it's the wwe out there right now the script writers are ridiculous <laughs> like who's paying the refs it's got to be that know, way man. right i, I mean deshaun so watson bad. deshaun watson does have a lot of money you know he he got that guaranteed contract and he's just sitting on the sidelines so maybe you know also did just... you guys watch the eagles game and the against the dolphins oh yeah, yeah. not one penalty and i mean zero penalties against the eagles that's that's like I think statistically almost impossible. Well, I understand yeah. that they got outplayed. <laughs> I got gotcha. you. Like the Dolphins got outplayed, but like statistically speaking, you're going to have at least one holding call, one false start, something. Right. And nothing. Yeah, yeah, and you know, but that's that's been kind of a, a topic of discussion. It seems like for the last several weeks, especially with the Eagles and that offensive line, they have get, been getting away with holding and false starts a lot this year. And not too sure, you know, what the issue is with that, um, you know. But it's it's very clear, you know. I mean, the the holding calls that or the holding that has been happening, but hasn't been getting called. And Lane Johnson takes. I don't know, five steps back before the ball is snapped. It seems like at least oh, one man. time a game. Dude, yeah, that you was know, really so bad. It's like, what, what's going on? Yeah. I mean, I would, not to talk about the Rams game, because we also got one. We got a pretty bad call in there at yeah. the end. That yeah, was a big. Well, it ended up being a big, you know, kind of a big deal. I mean, it was, like, it, was it, it gave you guys the loss. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Totally. Like. 
It's like I'm like, what what is going on here? Like this it like I don't know. I, I heard that um Jim Mersey called for like every call to be not not every call. What was it? Did anyone else see that blurb where he Jim Mersey was like um more reviewable, like something about having a certain call, certain types of calls reviewable every time. Um, I don't know, man. Yeah. Oh, so going into refing, even in the NCAA now, it's getting really ridiculous. If anyone watched the USC Utah game, there was a late play, and it was very crucial for Utah's wing because it was a uh, targeting call. It was roughing the passer, personal foul, and turned into targeting. The defender went face mask to face mask with the quarterback. Granted, the guy's like 200 pounds heavier than the quarterback, but I'm sitting here going, that's not targeting. And they just called yeah. it. Yeah. I think there was a similar call. And didn't he get weekend. ejected from the game, right? Yeah. Yeah, he did. Yeah. And I think there was See, something it's... similar to this weekend. I'm surprised that you haven't even brought up the Iowa State match with the Bro. with the fair Bro. catch that was not a fair catch. Bro. <laughs> uh, these Poor refs... kids pointing to the gunners, like saying, like, hey guys, like adjust this way. Like that's what that's what you know punt returners do when they're back there receiving the punt they kind of have to you know give their gunners the signals that was as the iowa game i think it was iowa and it, iowa that was iowa, just a horrible yeah. coach game and well i think iowa needs a new head coach just in general but th- that that call like it, it, there's got to be some concurrency here across like everyone including the nfl and everyone else that's you know Monday morning quarterbacking, right? The refs for the NFL absolutely need to be really looked at. Maybe their training or their salary or something to where they can't like be involved potentially financially with these games. Cause that's what it looks like to me is you're calling plays that are completely wrong. Yeah. Like, well, another one of the things that was brought up this week, um, someone said it on some show. I'm trying to think. I've I don't know. Uh, maybe it was Aaron Rodgers on Pat McAfee's show, possibly. But they 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 mentioned how the refs need to be full time. Like the yeah, NFL needs, need to have full time referees because this is something that I didn't know. But apparently, the NFL refs they have like day jobs. Oh like, yeah, mm-hmm. yes, it's a part-time a lo- gig for them. Yeah, being an NFL ref is just a part-time gig. Now they 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 do get paid pretty handsomely, but com- you know, working for a you know billion-dollar, multi-billion-dollar organization as far as the NFL, and then seeing their salary, I think their salary was like maybe like anywhere between like one hundred and fifty to two hundred thousand a year. Sign that's, me up. That, that's right. I mean, (laughs) but but the amount of work that they have to put in just to even get to that level of refereeing and then to say, hey, this is just your part time gig. And yet you are traveling all over the country every single week. You know, I think that maybe that's right. And for some reason, the um, like the the backlash on that was like, well, they'll they'll be able to watch more game film. What's. What's I don't I don't understand that problem. Do, do you guys? It's understand not a problem. You watching problem game there? film. You're watching how bogus your call was last time. Or yeah. hey, Johnny <laughs> over here jacked up offsides and failed to call false start. Yeah, like, they were talking about the the 
Eagles and the Dolphins about the neutral zone infractions. And I'm like, well, of course the other team's going to try and get in there. When you have the other team who's arguably going to win anyways. So, like, they're trying ways to kind of flex the rules, but you're going to sit there and not call offsides on a dude who's, like, five yards already in the backfield. I, I yeah. don't know. And that's not to say it, Lane Johnson's not that great. He's actually phenomenal, but it, it, he is. But this year, the do the refs have got to be. I, I, I don't think I've ever seen calls this bad, except for like the was the Vikings and Saints call the no pi. Oh geez. Oh no, oh. that was the the Saints and the Rams a few years. Oh, Saints back. Rams or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. No. no yeah, I, I remember that. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, but there was Viking Saints too. Like the, what do they call it? The, um. That that walk off touchdown was do with Diggs. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Wait, there was supposed to be a penalty that play. Wait, am I am I am I misremembering? Wasn't it? I thought the guy not? just missed the tackle. No, no, you're right, you're right. I'm I think I am mixing those plays. I think That's I think the dude it was who, like totally whiffed one. on the tackle. That's what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, that wasn't a. No, I don't think that was a pi. Yeah, unfortunately. We're probably going to be talking about this even next episode, so let's not, you know, get go too yeah, far into it. Because, too much. Just, just I don't mean, like, be shocked if we start posting memes or reels making fun of NFL refs because it's yeah. going to happen. Just picture Bird Box blindfolded <laughs> in the NFL. Oh, <laughs> uh, but you know, I always like to get Glenn fired up at the beginning of the episode. But let's go ahead and let's move forward. And now my Guys, heart rate's going. Hey, dude, I'm feeling it too, man. And I have an energy drink, and I don't know why, because we record these oh. at night. I don't know how I'm going to sleep tonight, but you know what? Hey, we're in it. Hey, hey let's go ahead and let. I want to jump into it's not necessarily going to be like a revolving segment on this, but we're at about the halfway point of the season, and there still seems to be some question marks on some teams. So, guys, I'm going to go through a list of some teams, and I want you to say that they are contenders or pretenders because there seems to not be a lot of consistency with some of these teams that are in this Super Bowl talk, and there's also some teams that aren't in the Super Bowl talk that maybe should start getting into that. Maybe not necessarily Super Bowl, but definitely playoff talk. So let's just jump right into it. Let's go with the Bills. Are they oh. contenders? Or are they pretenders? Because right now, for me, they're pretenders for sure. Because they seem to not show up against they they play to the level of their opponent. It seems yeah. like that's, so that's they, what it is. That's what I'm seeing. I'm saying when, when, uh, <clears throat> the Bills, the Cowboys, and Bucks all fall into this category. To me, they have the talent and the opportunity to be mm. contenders but they fall into the pretender category because they can't seem to just get their head out of their fourth part of contact. <laughs> like it's, it's just think about it. Dallas has the stats. They have the talent yeah. and they choke. Yep. Now, if they don't make the playoffs this year in the NFC, that something's horribly wrong, but well. the bucks again, have the talent. We just can't get it together. Our run game is non-existent and our coaching miles just be some Dude in some retirement home on playing Sudoku or something. You got the Bills who were hyped up to be the Super Bowl favorites this year, which that was a strong ask. But the Bills, they have these, and I was talking with one of my coworkers about this. It's like every single game, they're like, yeah. And then we're like, mm. and then we're like, oh, we suck again. And then all of a sudden there's a win. But this past time, and, and as we've seen over the past couple of years, 
when they leave the ball in Josh Allen's hands, you might as well just do a coin flip, pun intended. Um, Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, so, man. But he's, he's not bad. He's not You've bad cut. at all. I wouldn't call him elite, but he's not bad. Wow. And they don't really have a strong run game. And I, I would say that they're pretenders right now. Same thing as the other two teams I just mentioned. I know I'm jumping the gun there, but they fall into the, this weird 50-50 category for me. Yeah. Yeah. I Unfortunately, yeah. After my, you know, I I know I, you know, I showed my support for them last episode and belief, but I have to say, um, yeah, I have to say I agree. Pretenders right now, it's, there's no, there's no excuse. There's absolutely no excuse for what they put on film against the Patriots. Everyone oh was God, destroying was them. Everyone was, you know, everyone was having their way with them, and they just couldn't get out of their own way. Like, yes, I know Belichick is a defensive savant. I know all of that, whatever have you. But, like, the inner bit, like, there's a, a, a contending team should not be able to be treated like that in a game. No. No, a, cont- yeah. a contending <clears throat> team can, they might lose. They may not win every game, but they're not going to be outclassed consistently so yeah yeah it's it's definitely one of those if you're a bills fan you've you've got to be frustrated right because for the last three seasons every start of the season you have been in the super bowl talks and it seems like every year somewhere along the line you just you blow it you know you can have you can show moments of greatness moments of being the best team in the nfl and then you have games like we just saw this past Sunday where you kind of go, what, what are they doing? Is Josh Allen good? I don't know if he's good or not. Is the Bills defense really that good? Or do we just think that it's that good? Like they are missing a bunch of their, their really their top players. So, uh, I mean, I... Right. And, and I understand, but you know, I'm going to continue to put them in as the category of pretenders And I'm just going to go ahead and I'm going to jump the gun a little bit myself. And I'm going to say that after this week or after today's game, if you're listening to this on Thursday, episode comes out every Thursday, 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, just an FYI. Um, (laughs) But the Bills are going to fall to 500. They're going to be four and four after tonight's game because they are playing the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Bold, very bold. And I, and I think that the Bucks are going to go in there with a little bit of a, of a chip on their shoulder because they don't like the way that they performed last week. And if you watch this defense, this defense of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers is not the reason why they are losing games. That is for sure. They are keeping the Bucks in this game. And unfortunately, our offense has not been able to execute. So much pressure has been going on to the, on to the shoulders of Baker Mayfield because of the you know non-existence of the running game. But I'm going to go ahead and make my bold prediction right now that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to go into Buffalo this Thursday night and um, put on a show and show the rest of the world that these this Buffalo Bills team is pretenders and they need to stop being in the conversation of Super Bowl, um, you know, come after this week. So let's go ahead and let's move on. I'm going to go to another team that it seems like they they have the opposite effect of the Bills. Anytime that they play good teams, they seem to crumble underneath the pressure, and that's not other than the than the Miami uh, Dolphins. 
The Miami Dolphins are five and two. They just lost to Philadelphia 31 to 17. We did talk about the, you know, horrible refing in that game. But when you lose 31 to 17, the refing isn't the only reason why you, you took the L that game. It seems yeah. like any time that they play any sort of remotely good team, or in this case, an elite team who is a true contender with the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, yeah, it seems like that they just can't, you know, put on the show that we normally see. But then, of course, when they go up against, you know, regular teams like the Denver Broncos or below average team, they can put up 70 points on them. So what what are the Miami Dolphins at this point right now? Because last week I was on that I was on that train, right? I was I was saying, hey, we could have a, you know, Detroit Lions, Miami Dolphins Super Bowl at the way that these two teams are playing now. And then both of the teams walk right into this week and, you know, prove me wrong, which I love that, you know? I just so, love how the NFL stole your prediction, too. I just want to throw that out there. Uh, yeah. I <laughs> definitely agree with that. I saw that. I think it was Rich Eisen or something like that. Pro- I mean, he doesn't even know who we are, so it's okay. But um, you never know. You never <laughs> know. Right, exactly. Know. You never I know, know you're listening, Rich. <laughs> Rich, have us on. Run, Rich, us run. On. Yeah, but – Dolphins, they're five and two going into week eight. What are they, guys? Are, are do do we need to be worried about the Dolphins, or is this team not going to show once the playoffs come around? So, I mean, this is kind of what I was uh, a bit of what I was saying last week in that, and uh, it it kind of goes against my point because I think I was talking about the Lions in my argument, and I was talking about how. I feel they're a little bit more competitive than the than the Dolphins, and then, like you said, Dave, you know they came out and just completely, you know, crapped the bed. Um, yeah. But I, I think my point still remains that I, the the flashy, speedy team is is it works in the, it works in the regular season. It works against bad defenses. When you get into the post, it's a different story. It's a different game. You're you're dealing with with teams that are well coached, that are well, you know, they are prepared for what you're gonna do. They know they have a season of watching you and understand exactly how you do what you do, and have the game plans ready to you know shut it down. So, like, I'm still waiting to see what else from the Dolphins. Like, okay, you got the speed, man. You got the you got the acrobatics and the you know the high flying, whatever have you. You know, greatest show on surf, whatever. Like, that's all well and good. When and when those things are taken away, what are you like? Can you can you can you grind back into a game? Like, these type of things are what you need. Like, are you a, like? I don't know. The Dolphins still seem flashy to me. Like, they don't seem gritty. They don't seem like down in the dirt. Like you're scared. Like when you're going up against them and like you're up, right. you're up twenty or up up. 25 or something like that like you you kind of feel like you hit a certain threshold and it's like yeah it's over i don't i don't really see them fighting back into a match um so i don't know like i i would say they are less pretenders than uh than the bills i i still like the dolphins i still think that they just have like when they when what they do is working that there's no team that does it better and they just seem so unstoppable because of it but I I'm I'm gonna lean to water water pretender there as well. Like I I'm still not ready to to say that these guys are ready to compete. You know, um, since we're still in the AFC East, I don't I don't think they're pretenders. I think they're contenders. 
Um, what we saw from the Eagles was a, hey, we know, we know what you're all about type deal. So the Eagles have both fronts, offense and defense, hands down. And, and special teams has always been pretty good for them. But the Dolphins, I think, were exposed defensively. And then they kind of got one-dimensional once they couldn't run the ball. So it, I think the Dolphins are still contenders. I think they just kind of got exposed this early, and they're going to have to make some changes. I think it, my prediction for them being contenders will be either sustained or negated, I guess, moving forward. But uh, I don't think they're out of the picture at all. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go on the side where Glenn. I'm. I'm right on the fence, but I think that they still are contenders. And the only reason why I say that is because when you can score at will on almost any given play, you can compete and you can beat anybody in the NFL. And that is what the Dolphins have. They can score on almost any play when you have the offensive weapons that they have. Um, their defense isn't the top tier defense, but it's also not the bottom tier. I like their defensive line a lot. I think that they can get after the quarterback, even when they just rush four. um, now, of course we saw a little bit different, um, you know, against, you know, more of an elite offensive line again, like the Philadelphia Eagles. But again, when you can score at will kind of like the dolphins can, it's, it's, you can't count them out of any game, and I can still see them going into Arrowhead and beating the Chiefs, or you know, beating the Cincinnati Bengals, or I can kind of see them competing with anybody in the, in the AFC. I still favor them as the winners of the AFC East. There, um, so yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and I'm I'm gonna stick with contenders. I think that these guys, you know, like Glenn said, they did get a little bit of exposed there in Philadelphia. Um, we've seen them get exposed against the Buffalo Bills a couple weeks back. Um, but it's just it's it's hard to count them out. It really is. For me, it's just hard to count them out, especially when you have the offense that they have. Um, I'm going to stick with the AFC. I was going to go with the Lions, but I don't want to I don't want to kind of stick on the same teams. I kind of want to jump around. So I'm yeah. going to go to a team that I feel like hasn't been getting as much love um, and I, I, they, they've kind of flo- flown underneath the radar for me as well. But this team is four and two, and um, that is the Pittsburgh Steelers. Hmm. Interesting. They're they're four and two. They've beaten pretty. You know, they 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 have some wins underneath their belt against you know competitive teams. And um, you know, I mean, they they do still have Mike Tomlin as the head coach, who is a winning head coach, you know, I know that he's kind of flopped in the playoffs um, in the past, but I mean, they're four and two, you know, I mean, after six, after six games, they're, they're in the, they're in the positive bracket. And so, and they, they had a, a pretty gritty matchup against the Los Angeles Rams hmm. and uh, this past week mm-hmm. and they, they, they got the dub, you know, so you just triggered Theo, bro. I know I did. Sure they did. Hey, yeah. I gotta, you know, I gotta get you guys' going, man. Yeah, and you, you know, now you're gonna force me to be like, like you know, <laughs> like, like, not not Uh-oh. be not not be against them. Like <laughs> try to try to try to be neutral. Uh, I, uh, I don't hey, know. Someone else, someone, someone else talk before me. I, I shouldn't be the first <laughs> one to go. 
All right. You know, the, the, man, Pittsburgh's always been one of those teams you just can't count out. It's almost like the Packers almost. Um, they have a youthful team. They have solid coaching. Tomlin is fantastic. Um, and they're clicking right now. And ever since they got rid of Chase Claypool, I mean, they've been doing way better. It seems like every team that gets rid of this guy just does better. I mean, look at the Bears right now. Um, the the Pittsburgh Steelers, I don't think they're contenders because they're they're going to lose inevitably to the Ravens. And the Browns are somehow winning games. Thank you, refs. Um, Shout out. Actually, let me recap to the ref point, and then the Browns don't deserve to be where they're at. Refs just screwed the 49ers out the previous week when they played the uh, the Browns, and the refs screwed the Colts, again, playing the Browns. So do I think Pittsburgh is way better than the Browns? Yes. I think I have to eat my comments when we started doing the predictions a few weeks ago. Uh, but the it, the Steelers cannot beat the Ravens. I don't think they do. And if they do, it's because TJ Watt murders Lamar Jackson on the field. Um, <laughs> uh, their defense well, is clicking, but I don't think they can put up the points to match Baltimore. So I'd say they're pretenders. Yeah. yeah, yeah. See, I just didn't want to. I didn't want to be the first one to say because they just beat my team. Because you know, come on now, these guys are. There's no way they are pretend. There's pretenders. Ooh. They are in play school. They are in elementary. They are. They are using Play-Doh. There's no way that the Steelers are gonna <laughs> make any kind of postseason run. Uh, no, they're not. They're not quite there yet. I and I can he pick it. No, no, I there's no I I do not I don't see where they're gonna be even if they do find a way to squeak into the playoffs. Like I just I don't know like past their defense, which is like good ish. Like the secondary is pretty, you know, they've been pretty outed out. You know, their secondary a few times now. We know T.J. Watt is good, but that defense is not complete. And Kenny Pickett. I I I'm just not sure he has what it takes to lead this team to, you know, what to to making a real playoff run. So, no, a hundred percent not. You know, these guys are well coached, like you said. I love Tomlin. I'm a big Tomlin fan. Um, and when you're well coached, I th- I think that is one of the things that is really underrated. Uh, when you're so well coached, um, you know, like you can, you can you can cover up some some issues that you have, especially in the regular season. But, you know, as I keep harping on, you know, when you get to that postseason, those those things come out. And this this Steelers team is not going to be able to contend when it comes down to it. But they're on the path there for sure. I hope I hope. And and there's no I mean, there's no way, you know, anyone in Steelers brass can get rid of Tomlin. So once they keep Tomlin and and keep going, like that team's going to be something to reckon with in the future. But definitely not this season. Like, no. Okay. Well, I'll I'll kind of jump in here really quick. Um, I don't think that they're going to be a Super Bowl contender this year, um, nor in probably the next couple of years, unless if Kenny Pickett like drastically turns around and just starts, you know, balling balling out. But I do think that they're going to be the team that breaks 
some fan bases hearts when it comes down to the playoffs, because I do see them in the playoffs. I see them probably squeaking in into a wild card position. If you look at the rest of their schedule outside of their division, it's a pretty weak schedule. Um, I mean, we're, we're looking at, you know, Titans, Packers, Cardinals, Patriots, Colts, you know, so I mean, like there's, there's not necessarily some monsters that are standing in their way from another winning record there underneath Mike Tomlin. I know that the AFC North is going to be hard just to get into the playoffs alone, or actually just the AFC alone. But I think that they can squeak in there to the wild card. And once they're in the wild card, they might be able to break some, you know, team's heart once they're in there. And Glenn, you, you know, you said, hey, Browns, Ravens, you know, th- those those are going to be the, the, the guys to beat there mm-hmm. in the AFC North. Um well, the Steelers have already done that. They beat the Browns earlier in week two, um, 26 to 22. And then in week uh, five, they beat the Ravens 17 to 10. Um, so they've, they've already, they're 2 and 0 in their division right now. Um, you know, so it's, it's, it's definitely, they're a team that I don't think you can sleep on because if you do, I think you're going to end up going to be losing that game. Uh, they're well coached. Um, and it seems like that they are a team that really has nothing to lose at this point. You know, no one's really looking at them. Um, so they're here to, you know, break some fan bases hearts. I feel like this year. Could be, could be. So, but well, that, I mean, that, that was pretty much it I, for, for as far as some teams that I was looking at. I mean, there, there might be a few other teams out there like the Jaguars. What, what do we got going on there? Yeah. In Duval? Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. You know, but I, I think don't there's think some I... little. I think I definitely yeah. think there's across the league. We got, we got, uh, uh, what's the word? Uh, they are, what do they call them? Snippy? Pesk. Or... <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> just they're just pesky. like, they're like, like pesky. Like, you know, there are teams here that can, you know, make a little bit of noise, you know, throw, throw off some teams that aren't, um, some contending teams that might be kind of, Look into the next week on them, that kind of yeah. stuff. Um, yeah, that, those are across the league. It'll be interesting to see. Um, I, you know, the Lions. I def, you know, I, just a little point on them. I, I, I still believe they're contenders. They, they really do need to, you know, like everyone was kind of looking to see them do something different than what they usually do against the Ravens. This needs to be a huge wake up call for them. Hopefully, they get it and like fix something because they need to be able to compete against winning teams, not just beat up on the guys they're supposed to beat up on. Yeah, that is very true. I still think that they are a team to watch out for as contenders. They should have a nice bounce back week this week coming up against the yeah. Raiders. On they have Monday a night. super their schedule going forward is, and I think this is going to be to their detriment. Their schedule, their schedule going forward is cake. Like they, their, yeah. their path to the playoffs is, is right there in front of them. So, Hopefully they yeah. can kind of wake up somewhere through, throughout there. They, they they should be able to. Like I said, they should have a pretty good bounce back game on Monday Night Football. It's in Detroit. It's against the Raiders. Um, you know, it should it should be a good game. But moving on to this week, um, you know, before we wrap up this show, we're, like I said, we're going to try and keep these episodes a little bit shorter, um, just so then that way you know we can you know keep y'all's attention 
you know, because I know yeah. my monotone of a voice puts people to sleep. So oh, if you're listening no. to us in the car, hey, wake up, man. You got to pay attention. No, there's people your, around you. you your voice is entertaining, <laughs> sir. I am enthralled <laughs> right now. Don't you know? I was going to say, I'm still awake. <laughs> there you go. I'm still awake because I just absolutely inhaled an energy. Oh, did you finish so, it? <laughs> yeah, I finished it, man. Celsius all the way. Yeah, I'm just it's completely gone. Not a sponsor, but hit us up. not a sponsor. Hit us up. You know, um, you know, definitely would uh, love to negotiate some business with you. Um, but uh, but yeah, no, I mean, I'm smelling colors right now. You know what I mean? So, I mean, let's all right let's there, go. Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> But let's go ahead and uh, let, let, let's just kind of go through these games, um, you know, and let's just kind of pick our winners. We can kind of touch base on a little bit of, you know, news stories with them as well if we want to. Um, but well, let's kick it off with tonight's game, guys. Thursday night football, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to go into the Buffalo into Buffalo to face the Bills. Both of them come off, you know, uh, a, a loss last week. Um, you know, Bucks defense really kept them in the game all all last week, but unfortunately they were just not able to, you know, seal the deal. Um, the Buffalo Bills, they just came off of, you know, a loss against, you know, the Patriots. So they're probably, you know, smelling blood in the water. So who you guys got? Tampa Bay Bills. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm not gonna like my answer. Um, I'm okay with it. I think I'm expecting <laughs> what y'all are gonna say. I'm gonna rock with my bucks, so because I I truly believe, especially with the Bills, the way that they are playing, like I said, they play to the team's level. And are the Bills and the Bucks on the same level? No, they're not. I'm not gonna be delusional here, but I I, I wouldn't put it past Tampa Bay going in there and and you know upsetting them. It, yeah. it, it, it's so much of a Baker Mayfield kind of like game too, right? Underdog, you know, hey, prime time. Let's go ahead and let's, you know, sh- show the world a little bit of what Baker Mayfield can be, right? This is what he does. He goes mm-hmm. on to prime time games. He beats the, you know, the, the giant. And then he goes on and he's mediocre the rest of the year, right? So I think that this is the game. I think this is the perfect setup. I got Tampa over the Bills. Yeah, I think it's just what you said about the about the Bucks, but I I just think it's going to be even more strong on the Bills side. You said earlier, you know, they're coming off of a loss and like they're hungry to kind of get back on track and get going. Like, yeah, this just seems like that kind of game where you know the the Bills just suffered a, a, an incredibly embarrassing loss, and. Yeah, I honestly think they're gonna. I think it's gonna be a game, though. I, I'm not necessarily saying they're gonna come in here and just trounce you guys, but I, I, I expect it to be a game. But I expect the Bills to come out and kind of ride the ship a little bit after such a embarrassing, embarrassing, incredibly embarrassing defeat. <laughs> so you know, that's 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 my take. Bold prediction, um, Bucks. Just let's. I think, I think they finally get it together. You know, let's go, Glenn. Man, I don't think we've ever agreed on a game this year. Uh, Even on, (laughs) it's a milestone. (laughs) Uh, 
All right. All right. So uh, Jets, Giants, Giants coming off of a, of a divisional win last week against the Washington Commanders. Jets coming off of a bye week. The last game that they did play was in Philadelphia and they got the win in Philly handed the Eagles their first loss. I'm taking the Jets, man. I think Zach Wilson, they, they've had two weeks to prepare for this game. Aaron Rodgers is now back in the building. I think that this is going to be a game that they should pretty easily win. And they're in New York. Or New I'm Jersey. So concerned that this is going to be a trap game for the Jets. I I oh. really want I want them to come out and do what they need to do after a bye and like show. But I'm kind of concerned, man. This this Giants defense has been quietly showing up in the last couple of games. Like they're not just pushovers, and we know what Zach Wilson is. So hopefully, you know, I mean, I I think this is going to be a defensive struggle, and if it's that, I think the Jets will still find a way to pull it out, but I think this is a classic spot for a, a kind of Jets, kind of like, ah, Giants are the better, or Jets are the better team, look past them, and then like, kind of get surprised, but hopefully the Jets do what they need to do, man. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at you, Zach Wilson. Step it up. Like, and, and the Jets just need to run the ball. You know, run the ball against them, get Breesaw going, and should be a win for the Jets. I'm I'm taking the Jets, but I'm I'm, I'm concerned. Hmm. I want to take the Jets because I don't think the Giants can show consistency. That's just me, you know. Yeah. I I don't think the Giants have the O line to sustain, and I don't think uh, I like Terrell, not Terrell, um, Tyrod, Tyrod Taylor. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I, I think he's fantastic. He was never a bad quarterback. Man. I think no. he's learned over the course of you know a greater decade now. Um, Not to get but, shots on the sideline before the game is that what you're oh talking about? Oh my gosh, he he would just take huge hits, man. <laughs> it was like watching Young Vic take huge hits, and you're like, eh, I don't know if that's gonna last. <laughs> uh, but Tyrod Taylor's gotten a lot better over the years. Um, Daniel Jones is not the way of the future. I think the Giants understand that, and. Saquon Barkley is showing some inconsistencies in health. Um, I don't know if that's a workload or position related, but I I think the Jets right now are just better. I I know Zach Wilson is still showing if he's good or not, but I think I just think the Jets are going to win. I I don't know what it is. Okay. Fair Fair enough. So we all got the Jets that game. Um, Let's go ahead and go to the Steelers. They are playing in Pittsburgh this week against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Both teams have two losses for the year. Um, You know, it is in Pittsburgh. And I feel like anytime that Pittsburgh and Jaguars meet, it's usually a really good game, a tightly contested game. Uh, But I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to, I'm going to roll with the Steelers, man. I think that they're, I just, I don't know. I just have, there's, there's nothing that is like standing out to me in this game. But the ink, there has been a lot of inconsistencies with the Jacksonville Jaguars this year. And, uh, you know, I just I think that the Steelers are a team that if you aren't careful, they can beat you. So I'm going to roll the Steelers this game. I'm going to give it to the home 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 team. Yeah, I'm excited for this game. I think I think we're looking at two teams that are very kind of same ish. Whereas I, I, I think the consensus is that the Jags are like the outright overall better team. I don't know if that's reality. If we really look, put this team side by side and look at what they are, what they have offensively and defensively, both teams have um, nice pieces in TJ Watt and Josh Allen. 
um, you know, on, on, on both sides, nice pass rushes. Um, I mean, Trevor Lawrence is, all, is obviously the edge at quarterback, but I think Kenny Pickett has the overall better weapons-ish. Um, so, yeah. I I, I mean, no, if one. Calvin Ridley finally decides to show up. Right, and that's right. why I kind of – that was the question mark there because <laughs> technically Jacksonville should be just outright better, but Ridley, man, he's just been – not not what we hoped. Um, so no, not at all. <laughs> we, we will see what happens. I'm going to take the Jaguars. I'll take the Jaguars. Take the Jaguars. All right. I take the Jags just because I don't think Pittsburgh has it. I think they're going to come out and win. The Jags okay. have something to prove. And... They're still the best in their division. They're not a chump. So there's that. Yeah, very true. All right, we got the Eagles and Commanders up next. I don't really think that this is going to be a... I know it's a divisional game. I know divisional games can always I was gonna be say, kind of you know, those trap who, games. Uh-huh. Remember who took away the... Remember they were undefeated last year? I know. And, and everyone thought that, you know... They were going to play the Commanders, and Commanders were just going to roll over, but Commanders took yeah. away their undefeated. I don't know. Just saying. I know. I, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying, and trust me, I thought about it as well. Um, but I just I don't see Philadelphia losing to the Washington Commanders. I'm, I'm going to you know ride the Eagles. Could they disappoint this week? Possibly. You know, I mean, it's any given Sunday in the NFL. But I'm going to go with the Philadelphia Eagles. I think that they are, you know, kind of the team to beat, obviously, in the NFC East. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't think that there's any competition between them and the rest of the teams in that division, even the Cowboys. Sorry, but not really sorry. Um, So, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and give it to the Eagles. And I think maybe Ron Rivera gets put on the hot seat after this loss as well, if he's not already on it. Ooh. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. I'm, I mean, I say all to say that I'm still taking the Eagles side. <laughs> I think, I think the Eagles are gonna do what they what they're supposed to do. Last year was last year. Not gonna not gonna just put that onto this year. I think the Eagles still bring it home. All right. I don't know if you're ready for this. Oh, but Sam Howell is gonna win that game. Oh. Glenn. I'm just saying, dude. I, I think Snap. the the commanders have the front four for defense, and something's telling me don't count them out. I'm just oh, I I I'm like just it. thinking that they're gonna go in and they're gonna squeak a win out. They're not gonna come and blow out the, the Eagles, but I think they're gonna squeak one out. Okay. Hey, we always like the lone wolf picks. Um, the Dallas Cowboys take on the Los Angeles Rams. Theo, I feel like you're going to pick the Rams on this one just because that's your team. Um, and ah, gosh, man, you know, I know what I just said about the Dallas Cowboys, but it is in Dallas. I just don't know what the Rams are at this point. And I think that that defense of the Dallas Cowboys is just, it is a good defense. So I'm going to, I'm going to arrive at the Cowboys this game. Sorry. Hey, no, no need to apologize. I get it. I understand. <laughs> like I said, you know, I'm, I'm very real about what my team is. I see. Be that being said, though, 
I'm the Dallas is not one of the teams that I'm gonna say that I'm gonna call for my team to lose to. Like, no, I'm I, I'm no, no, we we can be Dallas. Um, so we are gonna be Dallas, and that's just what's gonna happen. You know, we we we're we're, we're kind of reeling after. You know, that was a game we should have won last week too, against the Steelers. Definitely, you know, looking back. You know, I, I think we're gonna get back to the drawing board, and you know, this is Sean McVay, man. He does not—he doesn't lose back to back very often. Um, I think it's gonna be a good game. I think it's gonna be competitive, but all in all, I—I I think we're gonna do what we gotta do to to kind of bring home a win here. So, okay, um, he call me a homer, but Rams all the way. I respect it. I'm taking the Rams out of spite. Yeah, I don't, I don't let's think. go, Glenn. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think the the Cowboys have that fire yet. It's just they got the talent. They just look sloppy. They they have like spurts in the first half, but then they can't seem to finish. So Rams. I love it, man. Okay. Sounds good. All right. We got the Battle of the North. Packers versus the Minnesota Vikings. It is in Lambeau. If the Vikings were to lose to Green Bay, I want to say that they actually move behind the Packers then in their divisional standings because that would make the Minnesota Vikings with five losses, whereas the Green Bay Packers would still only have four. So Green Bay has is two and four right now. Minnesota is three and four right now. And uh, so this is this is kind of a big game. You know, I mean, obviously Detroit is the front runner there in that division. Um, there, there are a couple of games ahead of the next person, but, you know, trying to get into that second place, that is, it could be a potential wild card there. So, um, ah, man, you know, I like Jordan love. I really do. I think that he can definitely continue to grow into, uh, the quarterback for green Bay. Um, but Minnesota just came off a big win against San Francisco on Monday night. And I think that they're going to ride that high. I think Kirk Cousins is, you know, kind of getting that fire in his uh, belly again. And I think Minnesota will take the win this week. This game is at 1 o'clock p.m. And it is at 1 Kirk, o'clock. Kirk Cousins will have his powers, so I'm going to <laughs> go with Kirk. Even though, you know what, I, I shouldn't do that because, that you know, what he what he was able to do against the 49 is so commendable. I I must yes. say, I gained a lot of respect for him after, you know, what he did without Justin Jefferson. You know, these guys are, they're playing, honestly, I think Kirk Cousins is playing because he knows this is it. <laughs> kind of, you know, like at the end of yeah. the day, Vikings, I don't think they have a whole lot of reason to renew his contract if they if they don't make at least some sort of postseason run. And Justin Jefferson is already is already making comments. He doesn't want to re-sign with them if he doesn't know what's going on with the quarterback. Like, there's there's some shakeup coming in in Minnesota if they don't if they don't do something serious this season. So, um, yeah. And Jordan Love, has, I like him too, but he really has not been playing up the par. Has not been playing well enough. Um, I'll take the Vikings here. So everyone watched the Vikings <laughs> recently and Kirk Cousins is still in the top five for output and consistency. And when the Vikings defense finally shows up, I think they're contenders. Um, 
I don't want to count them. Oh, man, I'll just go Vikings. I, I after watching quarterback season one and seeing how much effort Kirk Cousins like devotes to this game, and and yeah, he took so many hits, and I think he's still taking a lot of hits. But oh, I, I think the Vikings have the makings of of kind of ruining some people's future. So go Vikings. Yeah. All right. So Love we all it. got Vikings there. Um, Falcons, Titans. Falcons just came off a big win against Tampa mm-hmm. to get the first place um, in the NFC South. Titans, um, I, I mean, I don't really think that they're doing too much. They're two and four this year. Vikings are four and three, which is, I think, better than what um, a lot of us might have expected at this point in the season. Um, you know, but l- looking at what Atlanta did last week, on offense, they they did seem to turn the ball over a lot, but something that I did notice is that they ran the ball pretty well, um, and they were about to go up against the second-to-worst rushing defense in the NFL. Um, so I think that they're going to be able to, you know, manage the clock a little bit better, hopefully. If they if they win the turnover battle, um, I know that that's very cliche, but I think that the Atlanta Falcons move on to 5-3 and three, um, there in Tennessee. Um, so I'm taking the Falcons. Um. Yeah, I got – hold on. Let me see. I got – I got three words for you. Uh-oh. Banana peel eater. Um, Will Levis Will? is starting this game, guys, if you didn't know. Uh, oh, well, is? Well, well, actually, no, let me not say that because there. It, I guess he's not quote-unquote starting. I guess it could be Will Levis or Malik – like – you know, I don't know if I don't know if you all saw the blurb with the coach just saying, "I didn't say that Will Levis was starting." Like, in any event, I believe that this is Will. They're 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 gonna trot out Will Levis this game, and yeah, it's it's gonna be a catastrophe. This Atlanta defense is actually no joke. They've been playing really well. Um, the Titans, I I just don't think they're gonna be able to do anything. Derrick Henry, in in all of his kingly glory. Um, you know, has 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 shown a, a very slight amount of rust, uh, and I just I don't think if there's not enough threat of anything else for them to be able to kind of will themselves into. Uh, I hate to say it against another well-coached team too, because I like Vrabel, and you know we know the Titans are well-coached, and it's again one of those situations where a bad team is well-coached, so it hides some of their like big flaws, but. Yeah, I just don't. I don't see how the Titans pull this one out with with Levis at the helm. So, um, give me the Falcons, and Bijan, an, an unsick Bijan. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, guys, you gotta you gotta disclose that. Come on. But anyway, I'm not mad. So, I know some of uh, my battle buddies here, and some of our listeners are not gonna like this. Oh boy. But I think the Titans finally get their crap together. <laughs> and King Henry's going to run. He's going to show the junior B. John Robinson how to run the ball. And he's going to fight for that trade deadline to finally get on a team that's going to make it to the playoffs and actually win. Oh man, I'm hearing Ravens. I'm here to. Oh, dude, of don't go to Bills. Ravens. Bills, that's the Ravens, running back graveyard. Bucks, dude, they're all over it, man. I think Tennessee's just looking for draft picks at this point. Mm hmm. So. I think the Titans take it. Wow. Okay. Hmm. I was not expecting that. But 
I respect Boom. it. Boom. <laughs> Dropping it. All right. Patriots, Dolphins. I don't see the Patriots Dolphins. getting another upset win. I'm going to just roll with the Dolphins. I don't think I have to necessarily like I'm not going to go into any detail. Yeah. I'm not going to detail it either. Dolphins. Dolphins. That I don't think the Patriots even have a chance. <laughs> All right. Uh, Colts Saints. It is in Indianapolis. I don't like what the Saints are doing. My prediction for the Saints are exactly how I predicted them to be this year. Dennis Allen, not a great head coach. Derek Carr, overrated. The Saints suck. Colts are going to take the win. Wow. Uh, uh, damn. Yeah, this one is not so easy for me. I'm going to go with Colts. Give me the Minshew magic. Boom. He yeah, just needs that mustache I, to come back. Yeah, I want to. I, man, yeah, I want to. I I want to be. I I want to be contrarian here, but I also don't. Um, I like the Colts. I like Steichen. I think I like I like what they're doing in this offense. And man, I I I just it hurts me. It hurts me to see Manchu out there, even in all of his like throwing and bearded glory. Um, just because I know, you know, Richardson out there would be slush so much more entertaining to watch. But um, yeah, I'm gonna still take the Colts to to get right in this game and take it. All right. Uh, top two pick battle going on this week there in Carolina. The Carolina Panthers <laughs> take on Houston Texans. C.J. Stroud versus Bryce Young. I think C.J. Stroud is gonna go into Carolina and show. Um, all of the NFL, why he should have been the number one quarterback off of the board. Um, he's been balling out. He's been doing his thing. Bryce Young, it seems like the NFL is just too fast for him at this point. Um, and maybe or a little bit too tall. tall. Is it too fast or too tall? <laughs> I was just oh, about to say too tall. <laughs> look at you guys. <laughs> but, yeah, I think uh, I think the Texans, it seems like that they're kind of turning around down there. Um you know their their defense is is really starting to you know go on to all gears, and um, yeah, I like what C.J. Stroud has been doing. I don't think that the Panthers are going to get their first win this week against the Texans, so give me the Texans. Texans, baby, Stroud. If I if I could go back in time right now, <laughs> <laughs> I would have picked uh, C.J. Stroud for Rookie of the Year. Dude's playing phenomenal. And like yeah. Dio said, he's putting receivers on the map that, you know, arguably <clears throat> nobody would know. Um, I don't think the Carolina Panthers really have much to offer. I, I don't like saying that because it's the NFL and you think these dudes have prime talent, but you, they just don't have an O-line to, to push down the field. And their defense it looks like Swiss cheese. And I think if the Texans lose, it's because they're making some really bogus mistakes. Yeah, and I also like I also like D'Amico Ryan's. I I like what he's doing yeah. there in Houston. I think he's I think he's gonna do really well for the the, the Texans there. So, um, yeah, I I like it. Yeah, I I think it's gonna be a competitive fight. But um, at the end of the day, I was trying to find while you guys were talking, trying to think of a a, a, a way I could take the Panthers in this one. I I I. I can't do it. I just I can't find a way that they win this game. There's too much. Yeah, I think 
there's too much firepower on the Texan side, and there's not enough, not enough going on on the Panthers side. I think. I think. Yeah. I think one team is very, very much better coached than the other. So, give me yeah. the Texans. Don't don't be. I want to be surprised if uh, Frank Wright um, gets banned from the locker room at the end of this game if he goes zero and seven. I think that you know um, some. Some heads are going to start rolling there in Carolina if if they if they don't get a win here soon. So yeah, I think it's going to. They don't. They don't even have their first round pick, man. It sucks. Ugh. Yeah, yeah. Whoever, I mean, God bless whoever takes over that team. Um, but yeah, I don't. I don't think Frank Wright is going to be there much longer. Um, uh, Seattle Seahawks versus the Cleveland Browns. It is in Seattle. You know, this one's this one is kind of the one where I go 50-50 with because yes, Cleveland has won back-to-back games and they were against teams that well, not necessarily the Colts, but at least San Francisco, right? But to go all the way back to the beginning, how much of a help was the refs to those wins? Um Giant Seattle help. Seahawks, they are um you know, I mean, it looks like that they might be getting DK Metcalf back this week as well. Um, give me, give me Seattle. I like Seattle. I, I don't see them. I don't see them losing to the Browns this week. I'm taking Seattle because I hate the refs. Boom. Browns need to go down. Eat it, refs. Uh, I won't take the Browns. If not, we riot. <laughs> oh, Theo. I'm take the Browns. Read the room, man. Man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey. I like it. Yeah. I like it. I like I like some of the lone wolf picks here, you know? Um I, I gotta get at least one lone wolf. <laughs> San Francisco 49ers versus Cincinnati Bengals. It is in San Fran. You know, even if it was in Cincinnati, ah, as much as I love Joe Burrow, uh, they're they're not doing on? it this year. Yeah, I, I don't know what's going on. Um hopefully. Hopefully, he doesn't get, you know, carted off the field on a stretcher uh, this game. Um, oh, but God, don't say that. I'm just saying, man. That defense for the 49ers, they, they're going to put their ears back and they are going to get after Joe Burrow. You know that that's going to be the game plan. Um, yeah, Bose is going to look out. Yeah. So, it's it's going to be – I think it I think it should be a fairly competitive game, but I don't see uh, Cincinnati – um, winning this week against San Fran, so I'm going to go ahead and give the 49ers the win. Um, you know what? I, I I'm I'm going to take the Bengals. I I think coming off of a bye, I I'm expecting that the the ship is you know that they they they're figuring they figure themselves out if they get T Higgins back. Um, you know they have this week to kind of get back going. Another week for Joe Burrow to get a little bit more healthy. Um, yeah, I, I, there's something going on. There's also something going on with the 49ers right now. FYI, just, you know, like they, we've been, we're seeing Purdy come down to earth a little bit more in these, you know, past few games, not necessarily looking as Brady-esque as we have been seeing him in the, in the past couple of games. So, yeah, I, I, I think, I think it's going to be a good one. I really think it's going to be a good matchup. Um, uh, but I think the Bengals are gonna, they, they do this every year, guys. They've been doing this since Burrow get back. They start off slow 
and then all of a sudden they get on a tear, and then they're in the postseason making a run. Um, it's not out of the possible. It's not out of the you know list of possibilities here, and I think we could see it again. So give me the Bengals. Okay. It's hard to go against the 49ers. Like Brock Purdy is pretty consistent. And I think what we've seen the past couple of games from them is, you know, when he gets flustered, he kind of makes some bad decisions. He still shows outrageous accuracy. Mm-hmm. Um, the Bengals have all the weapons. Um, if the Ravens have a contender, to fight them. I think it's the Bengals still. I don't think the Pittsburgh Steelers can take it the whole way. Um, It's hard to count out the defense for the 49ers. Um, Yeah, I got 49ers. Something's telling me Brock Purdy comes back and throws three touchdowns. McCaffrey shows up and, you know, does his thing and, and the defense just picks apart Joe Burrow because it, it's it's clear that Joe Burrow is not, you know, it's not the guy from last year or even two years ago. Man, that the um, what's his name on the Bengals? Um, the the pass rusher on the Bengals, Erickson Hendrickson. Yeah, er, or Hendrick Henderson Hendrickson Henderson. Like Dude, he he reminds me so much of uh, oh man. I'm gonna blank on his name. The Panthers, you know the Panthers uh defensive back that retired early. Um his name begins with the L. He retired early. He got some injuries, but dude is just a beast. It's just Luke always Keekly? around the ball. Keekly. Oh yeah. Luke Keekly, Keekly maybe like, always around the ball, always just being a menace, always in the back like I I'm, I'm getting sh- I, I, I when I see this guy I just see shades of of him he's he's just a menace man that dude is just always in the backfield I I I, I think he's always going to be an, an issue um and I I haven't seen him be stopped a whole lot and I think he's going to be a key factor in this game um so yeah that's that's another reason why I'm, I think I think he's going to be able to kind of give Purdy some fits again so. I think it's going to be a good game, though. I'm looking forward to that one. Yeah, should be a good game. It should be competitive. Uh, I think I'm still going to rock with the 49ers, though. Okay, this next game. Uh, let me just give a disclosure right now. This game, I could care less about. <laughs> Say because, it. Because it has the two most annoying things in the NFL right now, and that is Russell oh. Wilson and Taylor Swift. The, okay, let's be real. The, the Broncos Chiefs don't stand a chance. Versus the Broncos. I don't care. I'm rooting for the Broncos, so <laughs> that's going to be the only time that I'm going to root for the Broncos because I swear on everything, if I have to see... Why do they have to go to Taylor Swift every other freaking play? Why? Money. It do- it's all money, money, and you know it. I don't care. I, I don't stop. Just, oh my God, if there was a moment that we would make this podcast more adult language right now, it this would be the moment right now. Because I I do not care. Like, And I think I speak for the entire NFL fan base. 
I don't care what part of media you're on. You're doing it for money. You're doing it because the person in your ear is telling you to talk about Taylor Swift and how awesome it is and everything else like that. No, no one is talking to my ear except for Glenn and Theo right now. I'm done. Get Taylor Swift off of the TV because no one cares. It was bad enough that we had to every Chiefs game. We had to see freaking, you know, Brittany Mahomes and the brother. I forgot even his name, Jackson or something like that. Okay, yeah. that was really cringy. If anyone caught that. I did. I did. Oh I think gosh. everyone caught it and it was forced down our throats. Stop. No one that cares. That was very cringy. But yeah. after all of that, although I am rooting for the Broncos, I'm going to go ahead and take the Chiefs. Man, I don't, <laughs> I don't see it really being a competitive game. <laughs> there's no, there's just, uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to this. Yeah, there's no chance. There's no chance the Broncos win this game. Yeah. Even in the NFL. But come on, Russell, it. man. Which, just one game, that, dude. Can you just... means, yeah, which means that the Broncos are probably going to win by like 50 or something. So, hey, what do I know? I would. Oh, my God, dude. I would love it. <laughs> I would love it. Um, all right. Ravens, Cardinals. I man, I think that this is going to be another one of those unanimous games. I'm not going to really dive too much deep into it. Cardinals suck. Ravens get an easy dub this week. They better. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I, I was about to say, why is there so much silence right now? Am I the only <laughs> one? <laughs> no, it's just it's just one of those things, man. I, they better. The, the The Cardinals are also one of those teams that are not. They're really not terribly coached right now. Like, as much as it it pains me to say it, because Gannon made some of those cringy statements at the beginning of the season. I think he's actually a good coach. Um, so I don't think this is a team that you can kind of sleepwalk into. So I, I you we've seen them we've seen them overcome some teams that they're not supposed to beat in the past. Um definitely could be a sneaky match. Like the Cowboys. Yeah, exactly. So I've I've taken the Ravens, of course, but just watch out. Watch out for these Cardinals. They're feisty. Theo, I, I got a question for you. Mm-hmm. How did you get? How did you get to work this morning? Did you take the car? No, I didn't. Did you take the bus? I, I, I took the train. Yeah, that <laughs> you had that fire in your belly. <laughs> oh my gosh, oh. dude, that has got to be one of the worst teams yeah. like speeches. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know <laughs> what. I don't know what he was trying to do with that speech. Oh man! Wait, did you really take the train to work today? I did actually. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's awesome. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, yeah, Theo. I love it, man. <laughs> uh, Glenn, are you with us on this one, Ravens? Oh yeah. Not oh, even yeah. a chance. Yeah. All right. Sunday night, Los Angeles Chargers versus the Chicago Bears. I'm gonna let y'all choose before I choose. Uh, I, I think I know why you're doing that. <laughs> the Chargers, man. The Chargers are the king. If if every other team that we talk about playing to your opponent, they are they are mimicking the Chargers. The char the Chargers should be called the mimics or the the what I just they are such a frustrating a frustrating team to watch because they they should be so much better than they are, but Every team they play against, it has to be a slog. It has to. You have to wonder 
like if they're actually good because they just play down to everyone that they play against. I don't know what it is about them. They should they should handily yeah. win this game. Handily, but I don't know, man. Um so uh, anyway, I'm taking the Chargers, but I I don't feel good about it. Glenn, are you with him? Go Chargers. I I I don't think the Bears can keep it up and and I, I like I'm like a sucker for the Chargers for some weird reason. Like they always have the talent and they choke in the playoffs. It's almost like watching the Bills for the West Coast. But I think they need to finally get a win here. I'm going with the Chargers. Very hopeful, but yeah, yeah. You know, and usually I would agree with you guys, <laughs> but I got two words for you. Oh my gosh! Oh, I know what those are. Say it. Tyson Bagent. T-Bag. Yes, dude. (laughs) This guy right here. This guy is gonna he dude, he has the opportunity of a lifetime right now. This guy got the Bears win last week. Big win. Put on a show, man. People started hitting the waiver wires hard for this guy. He's about to go into Los Angeles next week on Sunday night primetime and show the entire NFL. I'm talking Brock Purdy 2.0, baby. Like, we're going to do this, man. And the Chicago Bears are going to beat the Los Angeles Chargers because of Mr. Tyson himself, okay? I don't know if I pronounced his last name correctly or not, so please correct me if I was wrong. But... I think that, the I, first of all, the Chargers' defense on paper looks absolutely awesome. Their execution is horrendous. I don't know why. I do not know why. I yeah. like their offense, mm-hmm. but it seems like there's been some inconsistencies with Justin Herbert lately. So I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to rock with the Chicago Bears on a big upset in Los Angeles this Sunday night. Bold prediction. Very are bold. you saying that that was a bold prediction or do you have a bold prediction? Oh, that's you. Oh, I, okay. I, I, the one I was bold. waiting for the bold prediction. Too. I was waiting for the punchline. Yeah, I was like, you're the bold man. You're bold today. Yes, I am, dude. It's the Celsius, man. I'm telling you, man, it's running through my veins. <laughs> I have no idea how I'm going to go to sleep tonight. Oh, man. <laughs> So, all right, last game. We've kind of touched on it a little bit earlier, but the Lions versus the Raiders, I think this is a perfect bounce-back game for the Detroit Lions. It is in Detroit. It's on Monday night. They're going up against the Vegas Raiders teams that have beaten some teams this year. Um, But I just, eh, I don't really really believe that the Raiders can beat the Detroit Lions this, this time around. Anything is possible, but I, you know, Lions, Lions get right this game, man. I'm, I'm, I'm all Lions for sure. Would not pick up against them this game, especially, you know, maybe if they were coming off of a win, but man, they're coming off of a, a bad loss, really bad loss. Like Monday night football, Lions need to win this game. I'm going all, going all Lions. Jared Goff dropping Boom. like four touchdowns. That's how I think this goes down. And, Drop you know, it, so Raiders actually have a pretty decent defense. Uh, Max Crosby is fantastic. Yeah, he, is ridiculous. he is beast. I mean, he played, I think it was like Patrick Mahomes, he was a little dirty, but um, 
He's, nah. he's just a beast, man. Yeah. Um, and I think anyone in their right mind would take him on their defense. But I don't think the Raiders' offense is what it's supposed to be. You have Jacobs not really performing. You have the passing game that's – it's either hot or it's not. And the Lions, to me, are a more complete team in this one. And uh, being embarrassed this past week, uh, I think they come out and Dan Campbell goes all like Hulkamania or whatever on them. And Lions pump out a win, a much-needed one at that. Yeah. I need Jared Goff to have a big uh, fantasy week this week for me because he – I just Are you still in recovery? Are you in your, your recovery mode now? Dude. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, although I did make a couple of trades this week that made me feel a little bit better, and I consulted Theo about one of them. I tried to get him for another one, but I think I hit him up too late, and then I just decided to pull the trigger on it. So we'll see what happens. I but I got Jared Goff. I thought it was good. Yep. So, well, all right, fellas. We got our predictions in. Let us know what your predictions are. You can go ahead and email us at thebeardzonefootballpodcast at gmail.com. Um, so go ahead and definitely hit us up there. We would love to hear your guys's. I'm sorry, it's thebeardzonepodcast at gmail.com. Exclude yep. the football. Although the football might be coming into the title here very soon. Um, we'll see. But, we'll see. Yeah, We're going to so highlight you if you do it. Say it and we, we you'll get on the episode. You. Big shout out. Big shout out. Um, so yeah, the beard zone podcast at gmail.com. Go ahead and hit us up there with your predictions and all of your bold predictions for this week. If you have any, uh, um, if you have any fantasy football questions or anything like that, hit us up on Instagram. That's where a lot of our fantasy football, um, is Theo did a great job putting out his picks this last week. Uh, our Instagram is at the beard zone football podcast. That's at the beard zone football podcast. You can go ahead and find us there. Follow us on Twitter, beard zone pod and Facebook, the beard zone podcast. We would love to interact with you guys, hear from you guys. And uh, that's just the best way to support us right now by following our social medias and engaging with us. Also, if you are listening to this for the very first time, we do have a few first time listeners. We definitely appreciate your support. We hope that we kept you entertained I know that I said earlier that, you know, we're going to try and make these episodes a little bit shorter, but you know what? Sometimes we just like to talk football and that, you know, takes time. You got to take time with some good stuff. So we are going to go ahead and uh, sign off here though. Now, like I said, if this is your first time listening to us, please go ahead and hit that follow, go ahead and give us a good review. That is the best way to support this. And uh, Celsius, if you're listening to this, great drink. <laughs> I am wide awake right now. I don't know if you can tell. But, fellas, before we They do head, taste pretty good, too. They do. They do taste very good. So, you know, hey, you always have to have a first sponsor. Celsius, why not be the first? You would make history. All right? You'd be just part of an absolute legendary run that we're about to go on. So but we appreciate you guys. We love you guys. And uh, you know what? We hope you win in fantasy this week, and we hope your team wins this week as well. If your That's team right. is on by, enjoy the nice, relaxing weekend of football. But, no uh, yeah. But, yeah. No buys this week? What do you mean? No buys this week, man. I don't know what the NFL is doing. They decided to go buys. Then interesting. No buys. I don't know. So. That's wow. interesting. Did not know about that. Shows Fun my fact of the 2023 season, this week, <laughs> there are no yeah. buy weeks. <laughs> no, no, by go for the fun fact. 
everyone they don't usually do this i think they're trying something out i feel like with the pies they're always just like just throwing you know wet you know seeing what sticks at the wall i don't know but yeah they should do that with the refs and now we come full circle (laughs) so (laughs) thanks for tuning in everybody (laughs) take it easy guys beard zone out